Chapter 1. Self-Defense In the single combat system of Shaolin Kung Fu, there are at least over 100 different types of punches, opposed to boxing, which just has six. The boxing system uses a jab punch, a hook punch, an uppercut punch, the other three punches are the same punch, but on the other hand. In Kung Fu, those same punches exist, however, Kung Fu has more variabilities when it comes to delivering that same jab. The jab is typically done with leading hand in a fighting stance. The overall body mechanics are the same when it comes to an all when it comes to all strikes in every system of combat. The delivery of power can't change that drastically given the system of combat you would study. You could only change the potential of the surface area you would be striking with. Now my personal comments. My personal comments are you, you can't, you can hit a person with a fist, yes, and it's going to hurt a lot. Um, but if you open, if you hit someone with an open palm strike, you know, you have more surface area to hit with. And, and yes, if you make the argument of, oh, you're using the, the lower parts of your palm where the bone is actually in, you're using more your joints, the, the argument does stand, and it, it is a good argument. But it, it's not going to be more or less effective than being able to punch someone regularly you see and the same like your body mechanics can only deliver that same punch like you can change the surface area and the more precise the surface area the more of a piercing type sensation you could get but you won't be able to say break a bone in a specific manner due to um the the type of punch that you're throwing like let's say kung fu for example if you throw a type of leopard's punch which is essentially having your fingers or the, the tips of your fingers curled into where it's just touching the palm and you're leading with your what is that middle knuckle i think that is yeah i think i think it's your middle knuckle with the thumb on the outside making it a smooth like motion towards the outside of the fist uh, outside of your fist and the palms exposed, if you were to punch with that and you had strong enough fingers to be able to resist it, the only thing that's different between that punch and a regular closed fist punch is the surface area. You know, you're hitting with ideally the two lead punch, two lead knuckles on your fist, and you have the whole support of your hand and the muscular st muscular system holding your wrist in place so it doesn't wobble around and and, and and hits on impact better or so to speak you know but the difference between the two punches in power it, it's not going to change that drastically you know because the power doesn't come from there the power comes from either you being able to push off the ground or you being able to rotate your entire core hard enough so that it can create a type of punch. I mean, there's only two places where, where strikes come from, and, and, and it's, it's, it's not in the fist. Reading on with the text. The origins of any combat system depict the effectiveness of combat. In other words, how, combat system, how, how a combat system is created is largely how it is meant to be used. A lot of Chinese martial arts have been created for multiple purposes. The Chinese typically use three major pillars for their martial arts system, mental health, physical health, and combat literacy. Some Brazilian art forms focused on other pillars, some being concealment of motion and combat literacy. 
Adding more pillars to the foundation of the combat system will only have the ability of combat by the amount of pillars, which is which is important to understand, which is important to the understanding of why current industries of the martial arts for self-defense is basically a massive scam that is extremely harmful to the population. Now, what I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to say is if you're focusing on one thing when it comes to hand-to-hand -hand combat or if it, when it comes to self-defense, um, you should be focusing on that one thing. Like if you're if you're being if you're doing hand-to-hand -hand jab motions or, or combat, oh, this cat's cute, or hand-to-hand -hand, uh, combat motions or anything like that or anything that's related to fighting to the degree of fighting with other people. If you're if you're looking to develop your skill sets, then you have to do the things that are related to developing your skill sets, not not related. You know, if you want to become a good kicker, you would practice kicking, not punching or throwing. The same goes for self-defense. If you want to practice self-defense, then you should be practicing things that protect yourself, not things that cause you to take classes which I, I go on in the book but but ideally if you it the more you the more let's say you take Chinese martial arts right let's say you take Chinese martial arts in in, in the hopes of being able to defend yourself right you might you might be able to defend yourself but Chinese martial arts as a whole is not dedicated just to being able to defend yourself against multiple people or an individual or any type of circumstance it's based on combat hand-to-hand -hand combat literacy which is just being able to throw punches throw strikes so to speak between two consenting partners or one part or or, or to be able to how to or to be to at least be able to know how to handle said strikes from an unconsenting partner or or, or someone who's who you don't want to attack, I think is the better way to say that. You know, so if you have just that focus, then yes. But Chinese martial arts has that focus, and it also has the idea of moving meditation, which is a lot of the forms which are incredibly beneficial, but, I mean, so is yoga. I mean, it's no different than yoga in, in that sense. You know, and, then, and then you also have things like... Um, like, uh, like, like like mental, well, I guess mental health would be considered that. Let's see what else I wrote here. Uh, physical, mental health, and combat literacy. Physical health, which is the motion that you would be doing, and all of these other things like those, like moving, moving a, <laughs> being able to stand in mabu or horse stance is relatively difficult to do. I mean, it'll it'll really wear out your legs, and if you've done it for any extended extended periods of time, you can you you would understand exactly how difficult it is. And and, and for those of you who are listening. And have no idea what mabu is or horse stance it's essentially the iron chair you you kind of want to lean yourself up on a wall as best as you can and uh, begin sitting down with pressure being applied to the wall so that you can hold yourself up in the air now when your legs start to hurt that's a right around the right spot when it's good for you to maintain yourself at now mabu or horse stance is exactly that minus the wall so you see your, your your muscles are are fighting each other to both hold themselves and then fall back down it's really it's really it's really a great workout if you just want to do like a couple of it a couple of those uh, a day just a couple minutes Ooh, good luck
But moving on. Typically, the author of such a book will now reason as to why that person has any credibility to talk about this topic in such critical format. At this moment in the book, my experience is not as as important as the result of my studies in combat. Read on as it is as it <laughs> read on as if it was information that I claim to be true. Um, I really just like, like I could say that I'm X Y and Z when it comes to martial arts. I've studied X Y and Z L like. Yeah, I've studied with some interesting people, and and I and I and I, I, if they're not related to this book, I don't really want to talk about them. Um, if they're not related to the creation of this book, I don't really want to talk about them because it's just it would just be a way to bolster myself, and that's not the purpose of this book. The purpose of this book is to be able to get people to see something or or, or to know what they're buying. You know, that you want to be able to get someone to, to buy the thing that they're trying to buy and be able to walk out with a product that they want. Anything else other than that, it, it's, it's not relevant. You know, my, 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 I, I almost didn't even want to put my name on this book, but Amazon, uh, where, where the book were, was originally published, required that I had to put a name on. So there's that. Um, it's really, I really only care about just getting information out there so people can have a, a better or a different perspective. Uh, at the very least, a different perspective. If it's better, then that's good. If it's worse, then uh, help me figure that out. Uh, the point of this book is to allow... See here, <laughs> I even say, I basically go on and, and continue saying that. The point of this book is to allow the consumer the ability to defend themselves from bad products, to set proper guidelines for what is useful and reliable in the world of self-defense, to be without the need of years of practice in useless arts or being blindly scammed going to a kung fu class might not be what you are looking for when it comes to self-defense or self-preservation. I, I, I like to pick on kung fu... Um, not because I dislike kung fu. I, I, I'm actually belted in kung fu, and I and I and I just recently told uh, a kung fu practitioner that I want to go back into kung fu. So it's not that I don't like kung fu when it comes to a practice. I, I do enjoy the the concepts of being able to teach people. I do enjoy the concepts of doing moving meditation. I do enjoy the concepts of doing kung fu as a whole. I think a lot of the forms are incredibly beautiful. I, when it comes but what but but here's where I draw a very very hard line. The difference between going to a kung fu class for self-defense and going to a kung fu class to learn kung fu is very different. You, you, you don't go to a kung fu class to learn self-defense because they're not focused on self-defense. They're focused on the things that they know. I mean, it's to no fault of their own. It would be like trying to ask a motorcycle technician to fix your car. Yes, they're both technicians. Yes, they both work on automo automobiles. However, one of them is specialized in a two-wheeled vehicle, and the other one that is that you need is specialized in a four-wheeled vehicle. You know, not, not to say that motorcycles are lesser than cars or, or, or vice versa. Just just that just that you're not getting the service that you're looking for, but it is related and they're kind of just doing like a, oh, okay, I could do that. Which is not good at all. I do not mix the terms of combat sport and combat sports slash arts with the actual execution of combat the actual act of combat is to fight to prevent an attacker from their con uh, continuation of combat from the continuation of combat in some cases kill 
uh, and in some cases kill. The combat sport is the closest and safest testing grounds for real combat that can be repeated, which is an important factor when it comes to defending oneself, being able to fight that hard again, or repetition. Um, I feel like now is probably a good time to say that this is the first edition of my book. Um, as time goes on, I will write a second edition that has a little bit more pages for it, so to speak. Um, just because I want to be able to have this on a hard copy. But essentially what I'm saying here is there's a difference between the combat sports like uh, UFC or 1FC or anything like that in comparison to self-defense. Yes, you could use the skill sets that you learn from, self uh, from combat sports for self-defense. Yeah, learning how to punch someone in the mouth is incredibly effective when it comes to self-defense. But so is also learning how to just simply walk away. You know, self-defense should not be a class where you take more than once. It should be a pamphlet or it should be a short book. Which is why this is a short book. Talking about self-defense. Or even a little podcast where... where where we can talk about the issues that are in self-defense. Um, the, the idea of self-defense shouldn't be so complicated. So let's not mix up the terms of saying combat sports is what you need to have in order to be a self-defense person. You, know, you, you don't need to be hand-in-hand. -hand. You don't have to have X years of hand-to-hand -hand combat or any type of combat sports training in order to be considered a self-defense person or someone who, or, or even have the ability to be able to say, yeah, I can defend myself against any anyone or any attacker, because that's not the purpose of self-defense. Those are those are those are combat sports. There's a huge difference. And, and here I'm the prop. The popular groin kick to to a male attacker seems to always work. However, it rises. <laughs> However, man, I can't even read the own book I wrote. Uh, the popular groin kick to a male attacker seems to always work. However, it relies on something that is not universal. Pain. When your attacker, when you attack someone with the objective of only inflicting pain, it's possible that your objective will not be completed. Things like that are removed from sports fighting for several reasons. One, it's not an actual show of skill the ability to kick someone is not all, at all interesting is not all interesting it's not continu uh, continuously enabling since people feel pain at different levels it also it is all <laughs> it also is just not worth the risk since it could result in serious problems up to death to the fighter who ideally we want to see fight again the ability to repeat anything under combat stress okay well let me let me let me come back because that's a separate little 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 bit right there um it's very choppy it's it's not not exactly ideal but i mean i just really needed to get it out and, and that's the that was the major thing that was holding me back and now that i got it out i have it exposed to the world people have purchased my book and i feel i feel like i can still do better even though creating this thing took me literally years um, I could still do better. I could still do better for you guys, and, and I'm going to try my best to do better. But um, what I'm trying to say here is the popular groin kick, um, 
Although it's something that seems like it's going to be a universal go-to when it comes to a male attacker, uh, you, you just don't always know the circumstances surrounding that individual. You know, like, let's say maybe they're wearing a cup. And it sounds like an extreme example, but, I mean, nowadays, robbers are getting smarter. I mean, if they're premeditating certain things to where they should be like, oh, well, you know, maybe we should have a getaway car. Like, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a premeditative thought. You know, maybe if they want to attack someone uh, of any of any type of caliber and you just so happen to be on that list then maybe maybe they're like well you know maybe i should um maybe i should work up i don't want to get kicked in the groin yeah that's not an unreasonable thought thought process so the idea that you could do a specific type of reaction type kick towards your attacker for it to be uh, universally consistent is preposterous is what I'm trying to say in that beginning first of the paragraph I didn't say it as well as I could have uh, nor as well as I'm saying it right now but that's what I'm trying to say it, it's not as universally consistent to have a singular type of baseline of like yes this will always work self-defense is a lot more complicated than that and it's not so easy as to be like oh just kick him in the groin it, it, that's not true uh, and, and on the second half, uh, things like that are removed from the combat sports. And the reason why I say that it's removed from the combat sports is because it, just because it's not diff, not universally consistent doesn't mean that it's worth taking the risk to have in a system where you're going to be fighting each other, where you're going to be fighting your partners. You know, like, like it's not worth the risk of hurting your, hurting your partner uh, to a degree that's so bad. Or to, to the degree where they can stop having kids, where they can stop... Um, breathing, dying, I mean, like a groin kick to a male is quite devastating. Um, and again, the the the, the reason for that is is I, I try to just I try to justify that that botchiness at the end, where it's saying you essentially want to be able to see that fighter fight again, and you want to be able to see that fighter continuously uh, execute their their skill sets and, and 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 performance and their and their show, like that's what you want to see. So. You don't want to kick them in the groin because it could stop them. And that could is not worth it for self for combat sports. And it's also not worth it when it comes to um, self-defense. Because there, hello, cat. Because uh, there, there are just a lot of things that could go wrong. And it's both ways, essentially. All right. So the ability to repeat anything under combat stress when it comes to self-defense is, is the crux of the ability to defend oneself. So... In other words, what I'm trying to say with this tiny little sentence here is if you can do it under the threat of someone trying to kill you, then that is a good thing to have. You know, if you could if you could take someone's back, for example, for whatever reason, you guys end up on the ground. Let's say for whatever reason, you're on the ground and your objective is to take this person's back because you know that if you can take their back, you could choke them out and you could get on your back. They can be on top of you. You can use them as a shield and you could be able to defend yourself from other people or be able to at least stop this person uh, permanently if need be. Um, that is something that is incredibly useful and that is literally the definition of being able to defend yourself which is not necessarily the act but the ability to control your situation be able to stop the fighter be able to stop the fighter be able to stop um other people from attacking you that is the most important thing and that is what self-defense is i guess you can close the book here and just close and just finish it off if you really wanted to you could but 
well, I go on in more detail because there's a lot of things that go that 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 support that claim. Um, self-defense is not a fight. It's the actions you take to prevent the fight and stop an attacker. Nothing anyone is being taught in the name of self-defense classes is a reliable source of information. If it is through, if it is taught as a regular combat-based class. Essentially what I've already said. Uh, if you are taking a combat class for self-defense, you're not taking self-defense. Um, if you are, if you are, if you are going to a kung fu school or a karate school or a capoeira school or an aikido school, specifically aikido, I do not like a lot of a lot of the claims that those guys have been making. Um, if you go to any of these martial arts or traditional, so to speak, martial arts schools, or even sistema, which is non-traditional, and they say that their their system is based off of self-defense, but what they have, te what they're teaching you is not. A singular class or lecture where it's just like okay well you know you need to do x y and z and b y and a you know and all that stuff then then they're selling you a program which is not self-defense it's no longer self-defense you've, you've now purchased the the mechanic that can work on a motorcycle when you need one that can work on a car and, and it's just not necessarily bad. It's just not the person that you're wanting. And they have two different skill sets and very similar uh, traits. But essentially, you're not paying. You're not buying what you asked for. You're, you're buying Pepsi when you actually want a Coca-Cola because we all know Sprite is where it's at. <laughs>